the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot. Just like the fajita. I write what I live. My life in the speaker. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, sure to be a, a banger today. We are, I, I got my good friend, Verlon, the troublemaker. None of that uh, African stuff today, uh, Verlon, uh, the troublemaker back in studio. And we also have, from Lions, the Turning Points, the, the, the Lions Township High School chapter, of Turning Point, Leslie Mendoza in studio with us as well. Welcome. I don't hear you guys. There you go. Thank you for having me. Hey, Vilan. Yo, you're not happy to be here? Oh, I'm ready to hit them where it hurts. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I dare anybody, because I remembered my knockout blow from last week, and I dare anybody to call in about Jesse Smollett. What was the knockout blow? I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to wait for somebody to use that same old tired argument that the that you used and the, and then uh, the guy running for commissioner used. What was the? What, what do you the, mean? The argument of the police could have been solving rapes and murders or whatever else. I'm just waiting for somebody to use that. Okay, I'm, I, okay. The police could have that. Those those resources that they used on him, yeah, they could have been better used. Now I used it. and go. Now what? What's the clearance rate? What What's do you the, mean? What is the clearance rate for Chicago murders, Chicago rapes, and Chicago armed robberies? What's okay. the clearance rate? That, that's a fair argument. I got him. What is it? Right in, in up up top of my head. What is twenty eight percent for for murders? Hey, That's abysmal. Can I ask you a question? Seventeen percent. May, may I ask? Abysmal. Wait, let me pose a question. Let me pose a question to you. Have you ever done an investigation? No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. no, no. It, no it, it no, means a of lot. Of course not. Of course it not. It means a lot. But if you haven't solved them, you can't use the argument that well you could have been. Because you haven't no, been he said, for decades. No, the resources could have been used. And that's true. And they haven't been. But Vilan, Vilan, yeah. this case. What happened with and and he's out now. Yes, he's, and he's out. out, and that's why I brought it back but, up but, but because he's out. Here's a question: He's out. How many people are still sitting in jail? Did something similar to what he's done, but they're still sitting in jail. But because he's privileged, money privilege. Well, he has the money. Same black privilege. He has the money to find out. White privilege. He has the money. They don't have money to buy out. That's why Willie Wilson. And that's it wasn't why Kim, about that. He should. What, he should why, be sitting there. And that's why Kim Fox and Willie Wilson did no cash bail because people have been sitting in jail. For years. Well, that's Cook County. That's for, a Cook County a problem. thousand bucks. See, that, again, again, that's a Cook County problem. That's a Cook County problem because you go in Cook, Kendall County, you can bond out. Okay. They, they, you couldn't do that there. That was, that's, where where that's, did this crime take place in Cook in County? In Cook County. Okay. In Cook, but let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. Let's go back. We're jumping in. We're jumping in the deep already. You see that, Leslie? We're jumping in the deep already. It's getting heated. 
You've never done a you've never done a, 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 a an investigation. No. Right. No. So do you understand how how solving a murder ha- happens? And what did I say last week? They though that's their job. They do it anyway. They pick okay. up people anyway. That's yeah. what their job. That's what their job is. Yeah. They investigate whatever anyway. And I'm gonna tell you, I compare this to a prank that all teenagers oh do. Most God. most that's teenagers the, do. No, no, dude, this was this was. I did it. My cousin did it. planned white, out, white, bro. Well, it doesn't matter. White boys in the suburbs do it. It's a prank. And this is before they had call ID. Are you guess, serious? Guess what happened? Guess what happened? What? They showed up at my house. Did, I'm like, what? What? For 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 prank calling okay, a, 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 a beating or Verlaine. something, and I got a beating for it. Verlaine. And I got a beating. Did for you it. just call this a prank? It was a prank. I compare it to a prank. It's been politicized. A prank that was politicized. That's so, what it okay, was. Back to my question I, I posed to you last week. Okay. If he was white, he was white. What? If 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 if, if the French actor was white, right? Uh huh. Would you still hold that same what? that same belief that, that, is, that it was just a prank? Yes. What uh, last week I wouldn't, have, but today yes. Let's talk to somebody with more sense today, because Vilan, so some some happened to you with that African ac- accent and all that. That I think you hit you hit your head or something like uh-uh. that, right? Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm trying to normalize it. I'm Do you believe it was a prank? No, I think he should be held held accountable for his actions. Yeah, yeah, and 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 now he's not. Uh uh-uh. uh, an appeals because he's court, a French actor because a appeals court. Yeah, that basically sees it my way, yeah. and we'll see how but, it but, turns but, out. But but how many times has that appeals court? Uh, intervene for those for those people with 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 no means now, I have to not, do what he I did. Check those stats. Yeah, none doesn't happen. You don't Milan. know, Milan, That that rarely happens. Oh, uh, you have to this check per- the stats. He's a person of influence. Mm-hmm. He has people around him of of influence, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why he, the, that French actor is out of jail right now. That man has a clean background. If it would have happened to anybody Milan, else, they would have got probation, v- and that would have been it. Milan. If it was a regular Milan. person, okay. Who who agrees with let's 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 get the people involved in this. Who agrees with Vilan that this was just a simple prank done by the French actor? If you agree with Vilan, give us a call. 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. This guy planned this out. Mm-hmm. A prank? Come on, Vilan. This guy, he 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 went to great means to do this. This little flimsy, flaky rope that he put around his neck from, that he bought from Michael somewhere. He's a jackass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See? Even even Pete, DJ Pete. Um, oh wait, before I get get going, you know he just left out of here. Hoff Daddy, happy birthday! Let's everybody oh, give a shout happy out. Birthday, to happy birthday, Hoff Daddy! Daddy it's his birthday. I won't say how old he is, but he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's over the t- he's over the hill now. So happy birthday, Hoff Daddy! But Villain, get used to the okay. loss of testosterone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but Villain, a prank? Yeah, serious. Yeah. A yeah. prank. Come on, man! A prank? Yes. I, I mean, how many times you were you thinking of something because, to say back? No, because I'm 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 trying to I'm, I'm I don't understand your reasoning in this. Well, people do. People call in pranks about serious stuff a lot, and like I said, kids. And you know how I know what they do? I actually introduced the, the swatting bill, and the I fr- got in trouble for it. I actually no, I actually put put meat behind a ten thousand dollar fine if you call in and get the police and all that stuff. That type of stuff, you know, like it happened with from the gaming community, how they would, you know, they would lose to somebody and then they would say that um, there's a, a a man with a gun or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then police go. I mean, because I know I've been to those calls. I, I'm driving 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. to get to the call because I'm thinking that some woman is about to get killed. Mm-hmm. And we're driving 100 miles an hour just so that we can get there to protect that person. Uh, that's not a prank. 
What Jesse Smollett, the, the, the Juicy Smollett, whatever you want to call him, what he did was not a prank, mm-hmm. Villain, because this, he, he, there were more serious ramifications behind, you know, uh, two white men from MAGA country mm-hmm. threw bleach on me. Mm-hmm. Um, Villain, you, you don't see how this could have evolved into something great, much see, greater? You talking about what it could have. It didn't, number one, and the reason why it got as big as it did is because it was politicized. No, it, because no. it made he didn't shut up. It made, it made what it made. Did you hear that? Trump yeah. voters just jump in anytime. Just. It made Trump Trump voters look bad, and I'm a Trump yeah. voter. Yeah, it made half of America look bad. But guess what? That's the only reason why it got as big as it did. No, it, no, he wouldn't shut up. He went on a tour talking about it. That's because that's, that's why. That's it got because big. The, the talkers picked up on it. The TV talkers. The View. He was on The View. Once yeah, you get on The he, View, he that's on, it. He went on the morning show. Yeah. The, what, what's that? GMA or yeah. that Good Morning yeah. America? Yeah. He, he had went, to buy it. He had to buy into it. Man, come on. I mean, he was. that was the worst acting that I, soon, as soon as I saw him go on the rounds, I'm like, yeah, nah. Yeah, he's lying. Guess what? He's lying. Guess what? Tupac wasn't a real gangster. But guess what? Once he bought into the role of being one, he became one. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, Villain, you hit your head. Let's go to the <laughs> phone lines. George, welcome to Black and Right. George, you there? Are you there, George? I think George hung up. We'll, we'll hold. Oh, oh. We'll just hold on for George and see what he's going to Hey, George, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Hey, yeah. what's going on? Welcome to Black and Right. I said if I uh, if I would have done that, I'd have got a hell of a lot more than 150 days to begin with. That that compounded a felony, like you said. He went on the tour, you know. And then how many people would MAGA hat got cold cock, you know, walking down? <laughs> yeah, the that's a whole other thing. They were getting cold cock way before that by by Anquifa. That they Andy No and all the rest. They was getting beat down before that. Yeah. before Jesse. Yeah, but but that that exacerbated the the issue when that happened. I, so George, George, is it a prank? Do you would you classify this as a prank as Villan has? No, that's compounding a felony. You made you 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 reported a felony, and yeah. then and then you and then you lied. I mean, it's a lie, and then you you extend that out by going. And uh, on television, and, every, and and then you go to court. Right now, if 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 he would have said, uh, you know, I did it. I I I screwed up. The judge says, okay, you know, 150 days suspended sentence, and we're off. You know, but he he's still fighting it. Still right, pretending. I mean, everybody. Right. I I said it didn't happen. I saw it happen. I said to my girlfriend, you don't get that many licks at the salt block. Honey. <laughs> you, know, you don't get a rope and a maggot hat. Anna, yeah, you know, it was the bleach own. for me, man. It was yeah. it was the bleach. Yeah. I mean, I mean, somebody, somebody, a mega wearing hat person in Chicago in the loop having bleach. Yeah, uh, nah. Thanks so much for calling, George. We got to go to break. Hey, Doctor Joe, who's thank calling? You. Thank you. You thank welcome, Doctor Joe, who's calling from Greece. Hold the line. We'll take your call when we get back. Uh, because I, well, I, no, that's one no prank. That's all right. I know. I, I know. I'm, listen, argument. I know. I know. I'm going to be on the losing end. It doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, you listen to the Black and White Radio on AM five six the answer. I'm your host John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker causing trouble and Leslie Mendoza. We got to come up with a nickname for her, um, Doctor Joe. Hold the line. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM five sixty. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM 560 The Answer. 
I'm your host, John Anthony, sitting in with somebody who believes that there's a prank, that Jesse Smollett did a prank, uh, Verlon, the troublemaker Galloway, and from Turning Point, uh, Leslie Mendoza. We got, still got to come up with a nickname for her. I can't believe you believe it was a prank, Verlon. That's, it's true. That's insane. Let's go back to the phone lines. Dr. Joe calling from Greece. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep. Yes, sir. Um, I don't think that that was a prank because, you know, as you guys opened the uh, door to the political affiliation, to the political affili- association of this thing that the prank uh, has taken the turn for, uh, let's examine what is uh, both the parents of uh, uh, Juicy Moulet. <laughs> the French actor. <laughs> that French actor. What, what, what is their affiliation? I right. mean... To me, uh, what is meowing in the, on the roof? I think, you know, it is, uh, yeah, it was political, but it was the other way around. Yeah. That's what I think. I agree. Yeah. And, hey, hey, thanks so much for listening all the way from Greece. Sh- sh- hey, share the podcast. I, I like, by the way, I like the, the, the music. Uh, my favorite uh, 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 singer was uh, uh, Marvin Gaye. Oh yeah, right. I love Marvin Gaye. All right, Gay. all right. I love Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Hey, sh- hey sh- make sure you share my link in, in to the other people from Greece. I love that. I appreciate you for listening. Sounds good. Thank Thanks, you, Doctor Joe. Yeah, see that? Let's re- let's true. reverse the roles and see yeah. what happens. Okay. Right. That's that's right. right. We about to see how much love for America is out there. Wait. That's, okay. That's, okay. That's, okay. That's, okay. I'm, I'm, let's dive into that. What does that mean? About how many how people much? are going to defend America today by calling in and answering this question? Was it a Wait, prank? How is that defending America? What does the two have because, to do? Because he besmirched Americans, average everyday Americans that believed in Trump. He 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 really You really think America. that? He tried to bring out the racist side of America. Right? Right. Yeah, that's true, but it yeah. doesn't doesn't make it any more So how is that a prank? It it doesn't make it any more or less than a prank. Oh. Uh, okay. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. Would you classify what the French actor did as just a prank, as Verlon, the troublemaker Galloway, has just done? And, and, and continue. You sound like him a little bit. You know, so delusional in your belief that something happened the way you think it happened, and it didn't happen, and you defend yourself because, dude, just... When you step into those shoes, you have to embody the role. Oh, my God. Any actor will tell you that. So 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 it's so 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 it's an actor's no, prank. It can it can be it can be a defense. Any lawyer would tell you the same thing too. Everybody's entitled to a defense and you have to defend that person vigorously. Fila. <laughs> Fila. Whether you think they're wrong or right. The check the check to the two Wasabi brothers. <laughs> Come on. The bleach, the rope. The, you he saw said, the video. He right? said the check was for working him out. All right. Should he have been released from jail though? Yes, cuz the appeal courts Felt he should. He should. I can't believe. Let's go to the back to the phones lines. Our buddy Kip. Yeah, he is. Uh, Kip, welcome back to Black and Right, brother. I love you guys, man. And Red and Doodle. Listen, man. We all know what this is. It's the same thing that's happening now, even nationally, with the Biden and that and and and, and everything. Jesse just wanted to get on on the action, and he thought it would be easy. Yeah. Because because he had everybody in the justice system that was happening and on his side, 
just the same thing as the Bidens and the Democrat National Party have is on their side with Garland. It 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 is WWE with Russia <laughs> and everything. It seriously is, guys. And you know what? You guys are wonderful. I love listening to you. You got it. You're trying to stir everything up like you're doing, man, and it's it's beautiful. I just got to sit back and laugh and. It's a great day. It's a bad day, but it's all a great day. And we got to remember that you just got to stay to the right and, and what's right. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. You just got to understand what the Lord wants you to do in your own life, and it'll come out all right. That's right. Thanks so much for calling. that's what he told us. Yeah. Thanks so much for calling, Kip. Hey, Kip's right. I like Kip, man. Yeah, I love Kip's, Kip. Kip's, Kip's cool, I love man. Kip. I like wasn't Kip. a prank. <laughs> what what do you guys say, Leslie? I think all right, so you said it was like a childhood prank. Yeah. But if a kid were to like call call nine one one or something, make up this outrageous lie, they'd still be held accountable. Right. Because there's I mean, there's just no way to justify it. I did it, it. back in nineteen eighty two. I got okay. a beaten. I got okay. my butt but, 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 whooped. But, but that was it. Did you try to incite a race war though? No, I, we we said Okay, we, how how is it comparable then? Uh, we were we were acting like Somebody was getting attacked. You know, we it was a, you, it was an attack. Boy, thing. you you on that thin ice, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> you like please don't break, please don't break, please don't break. Tippy toe, tippy toe. It was about it was. I can remember it like it was yesterday because I got a beating behind that. Yeah, but, but it was we, oh. we, we we acted like somebody got, was getting uh, attacked. Okay, let's go back to the phone line. Kim, welcome to Black and Right Radio. Prank or not a prank? No, it, he's if it was a prank. He would be saying, hey, listen, man, I'm sorry. It was a prank. Right. He's still admitting it happened. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't you just hear what Kip said? Kip said he wanted in on the action because you got to remember at that time, everybody was attacking Donald Trump, uh, uh, saying all kinds of all, all kinds of crazy stuff the, from the women on The View, from everybody, from uh, Auntie Maxine, whoever. They, they just lied on the man for four years. And guess what? People still believe that lie. They believe it. Yeah. So what's the difference? Right. Because they're misinformed. Right. Because the left lies about everything. Everything now. And this this juicy Jesse, Jesse, <laughs> whatever the heck his name is. The French actor. He's a liar. And he's afraid he's never going to get another job. Right. In acting. So he's he doesn't want to be wrong here. That's he's it. lying to the end. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's not a prank. No, he would have said it was a prank. I forgive me. I'm I'm sorry. Pay the fine. No, it wasn't a prank. Yeah, I agree. Not I mean, a prank. it was a prank. I mean, <laughs> but, but let me let me let me ask he, you. He let, faked it. Jokes on him. But, but let me ask you one other question. Which one of the other people, from politicians to actors, that said something crazy about Trump and Trump uh, uh, supporters? Wh- which one of them has ever retracted a statement that they have made? None. Huh? No. None. She, heard, she well, understood what, what I said. No well, actor or politician that have said something crazy about Trump oh, or Trump okay, supporters. Okay, okay. None of them yeah. have retracted a statement that they made. But you, so you're Stuck making to this. It. Okay. He's, Kim, he's making I'm this so Trump much more. I'm a Trump supporter, okay? Yeah. Hey, Kim. I'm, Kim. A, I'm a Trump supporter. Kim. But. Kim. Yeah. Can you hear me? He's, he's trying to make this spe- just specifically about Trump. I don't think this was specifically about Trump. I don't. I oh, think he, I do. I, you do? I do. Yes, I do. Because he was, he, why would he bring in the mega hats yeah. and, and say that, you know, he was trying to make it look like 
Trump people were crazy. Well, yeah, that's... No, no. Sorry, but I'm a Trumpster. I think Trump is crazy at times, yep. but I like his. I like the way he runs our country. Hey, we can show because he knows how to run a business, and it has to be run that way. Yeah. But let me say this: Go ahead. It, he just because Trump was way out there, and let's face it, Trump wasn't a politician; he's a businessman, yeah. and that's how he ran our country, and that's how it worked. Yeah, we should all be embracing that. Yeah, every Democrat. Republican and other, we should all be. Why are we dividing that guy, Jesse? Did you say Smule? was trying to divide us and make us look bad? Yeah. And you know what? As a as a conservative, and I, I hate to say Republican only because I'm disappointed in them too. Yeah. Because they're not doing their job to do to support our issues. They're just taking their you know time and sitting quietly and letting things happen because they get paid to be there. That's true. Let's face it. That's true. Kim, thanks so much for, for them calling. getting paid. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. We're getting ready to head to break. So thanks so much for calling. And, okay. and, and I agree with you. I, um, uh, Maurice from Facebook said the same thing, you know, so I agree, but it wasn't a prank. See another one. Not a prank. Wow. Verlon, your side's not winning. I can have oh, you sound my like that opinion. African voice. No, there, no, man. no, no, I because I, I, I did the long eye. I can have my opinion. Yeah, you can. And, and You know I believe in you. Uh, you you believe opinion. in that. And he has the right to maintain his innocence. <laughs> <laughs> but he's always been he's been found guilty. You can be found. A lot of people have been found guilty. And guess what? DNA evidence come out later. They were proven innocent. Speaking of DNA, I want to talk about this swimmer. Oh. When we come back from break. Oh. Uh, Leah. Leah is, Thomas. Leah Thomas. William Thomas. Yeah. I want to talk about this because. And here's a question. Where are the feminists? Where are you feminists who've been fighting for decades for equal equity and all that? You listen to the black and white. We'll be right back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe i'm blind thinking i can see through this and see what's behind got no way to prove it so maybe i'm lying but i'm only human after all i'm only human after all don't put your blame on me Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker and Miss Leslie Mendoza. Uh, before we get into this subject about Leah, I want to take this call. Um, Todd from Arizona, welcome to Black and Right. How are you? Yeah, uh, Todd Swiss, CEO hey. of Game Corporation. Hey, man, just wanted to uh, just tell you that uh, this is a, a, a phone call of support and that I appreciate your transparency, your integrity, your character. Um, um, I also wanted to tell you that uh, I had been off the grid for a couple of weeks. I had to put my father in a home oh, wow. uh, yesterday, and uh, but I will be sending uh, your, you slash AM560 a slew of sponsors to support you. Just wanted to say you've got my support 125%. In addition to that, um, uh, uh, another thing, in addition to me putting my father in the home, 
I had uh, uh, an attempted break-in uh, last Monday night in my Schaumburg home, oh, wow. and I've had enough of it. I've had enough of Illinois. So you know, they say there's a resident that leaves. So I've got a home in Scottsdale and Schaumburg. They say there's a resident that leaves every seven minutes. Well, you can you can include me in those uh, one of those one of those uh, one every seven minutes because I will be selling my home in Schaumburg. Oh, wow. I've just had enough of these uh, Democrats <laughs> running 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 the state. I am I am a I'm a Bible based ultra conservative Trump supporter, um, and that's it. I. Uh, I just wanted to just tell you, man. Uh, I, I love you. I support you, Thank and you. Uh, I'll be I'll be sending you support through some sponsors as well. Uh, hey, oh, and, and let, appreciate that. And, let, and let's and let's sell out the May twenty two champagne brunch, please. That's right. Yep. That's right. Thanks so much for calling, Todd. I appreciate you, man. What's this? What's this? You ever told Thank me? you, John. All right. Yeah, just May twenty second. We're doing an event. Me, Mark Vargas, Todd, Amy Jacobson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Get okay. your ticket. I will. On Eventbrite. I will. It's, it's on face on my seat. And you know what? And, what? and you know what else you did? You what? forgot you forgot the hot dogs. What hot dogs? Oh, I'm Stephanie's coming in the studio today. Uh Miss oh, Trussell. You look heard at that? you. You're you you just throwing stuff yeah, at me. You heard that, Miss Trussell. We want hot dogs. Me, Larry, Gumbo. And... <laughs> the gumbo. Surprise me. Surprise me with a hot dog if you bring them. <laughs> oh, but you just keep hitting me over the head. Yeah, why? Well, hey. International. I'm. Hey, I want to steal some of Mark Vargas's thunder. <laughs> International man of mystery. Okay, all right. <laughs> but you know, I wanted. To, I wanted to. I, I saw what was has been transpiring this week with this with the trans um, winning a whim, woman's swim meet. And Leslie, as somebody who's a female who's participated in sports pretty much all your life, yeah. What is that? How, how does that make you feel? If you had to go up against someone like that and lose, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, I'm trying not to be disrespectful, you know. Uh, I'm, I know you're not, but I, I'm, I, I <laughs> you don't want to ask me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be disrespectful. I mean, respectful. But how does that make someone like you feel? If should you were to compete against someone who's a trans, um, and you lose, I think it is absolutely outrageous because we have girls that have worked their tails off yeah. to become the best athletes that they can and to have a biological male just come in and absolutely steal the game yeah. is, I mean, I'd be so frustrated. I grew up playing sports. I've been an athlete for as long as I can remember, and I think it is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Why do we still teach biology? Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. why when you're telling me what I see isn't real? Right. You're telling me this man that's, that's, that cross-dresses and you make yourself look like a woman, I guess, to some men in the, in their eyes, you're telling me this is a woman and it's not. Right. Period. Whether it's basketball, football, whether it's swimming, whether whatever it is, you're telling they me create that divisions? it's a lot. Should they create? That's a good question on, on Facebook. And I said this during the break and when you were out, me and Leslie were talking. I said, should they create divisions? Where trans can compete against each other? No. They should treat them for gender dysphoria. Uh-oh. Period. Ooh, Let's call it what it is. Fired. Let's call it what it is. Uh-huh. It's it's not reality. They're confused people. You know? Now, let's, let, now I'm going to get it straight. I'm going to get it straight right here. I have gay friends, lesbian friends I've worked with for years and that I've been on radio with. I don't have a problem with any other one of the letters. I go shopping with a queer guy. Remember queer out for the straight guy? Man, they could dress. I, I I let them dress me up. Got some good style. But that T, I have a problem with the T. 
Because it's basic biology. It's basic biology, and you, you're trying to tell me I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. When I see a man, you're telling me, no, you see a woman. I have a problem with that. You're not going to tell me what's a woman and what's a man. I'm sorry. But but that's what's happening right, right now, right? Yeah. So, so so what what you know when we come back from break let's talk about what should be done because it, let's let's give it to the audience 312-642-5600 I'm eating some pistachio nuts <laughs> 312-642-5600 uh, what are your thoughts about a trans person beating a born female because here's a question if the roles were reversed if this was a, a a female going into a man sport, who would that person win? Would that trans person win? That's the question. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We'll be right back. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Relon Galloway and Leslie Mendoza from Turning Point, Lyles Township High School Chapter. You asked a question earlier, and I didn't get a chance to answer it. You well, said, where are all the women's groups? Where, where, where are the feminists? Where are the women groups? They're bought and paid for. Because you know what? If they would have stood up against this long time ago, you wouldn't be here. You know, right. incorporating all this trans stuff and... I know it's like I was telling her off air. I know it's hard for a lot of people to stand up against them. Yeah. And they just let it happen and let it yeah. infiltrate all aspects of our life now. Mm-hmm. But now that's, what, see, that's I, how we are where we are. See, I'm of the belief. I don't have to agree with what they do. Right. But should they have the right to do that if they want to be trans? Yes. Right. But not. You're not. So you're not taking away their. I mean, if that's what they how they want to identify. Yeah. Because I don't have to deal with right. with them, but when you start infiltrating sports, and now we have to play by a different set of rules, right. you know it, it's a problem. Because you know, if women, if it was a, if it was a real woman mm-hmm. playing football, they'll get crushed. Right. If it, if they were playing basketball, they get knocked around. Right. If, if if it was a woman swimming, you said something about an Olympic swimmer. Oh, it, a female, an Olympic swimmer, silver medalist, went up against this guy, which was at what, what, what number did you say he was? So William Thomas was ranked 462 in men's swimming, and she, or yeah, he is now ranked the number one swimmer in female swimming. You kid, come wow, on. come on, wow, come on, man. is there anything That's else you can say? Redactor is dead. He found Captain Winky. <laughs> Oh, he used to be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey. He was. He used to be great. But I mean, you go from 462 as a as a male, and then you become the number one female swimmer in in college, right? Yeah. That's that's the college rank. Yeah. yeah. And Amy said it best. I I think it was this morning. He still has his thing. Oh really? Yeah. He didn't get. He didn't get no transition. Trouble. No. No. And they're allowing like even, even that. Like imagine how uncomfortable it is. That he has to share a locker room with oh. all the other girls. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was in the General Assembly, I actually, me and um, State Representative Tom Morrison, uh, we actually introduced a bill so that that wouldn't happen. So that the that if you're trans, you had you know, <clears throat> you you couldn't go and use the women's facilities. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and I know the conversation, you can't have this conversation. What the, the one thing I don't like is the bully tactics that they use where you can't even have a conversation mm-hmm. about a topic like this. Uh, and that's why I wanted to have the conversation because I, you know, you know me, I don't want, nobody's going to bully me into what I can talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, I think it's, it's a, we should, we should have these type of conversations. I think what, what, what leads to the hate and the animosity is that we can't have these conversations openly mm-hmm. in public. Yeah. And people want to have these conversations. They don't want to be guilted or shamed into saying that they, they can't have an opinion about something. Right. Remember, it goes back to opinions. Yeah. You can have your opinion. Right. You know, it doesn't mean I have to agree with it, right? Absolutely. Right. right. But, but you know, in today's world that we live in, your opinion is either discrimination, you putting somebody down. You're bigoted. You're a bigot you know. and a racist yeah. and a homophobe. And that's what they'll probably say about us having this conversation. Nah, I don't care. You know, but I mean... I got girls. I got five girls. And four. I'm sorry. I would probably, if something was to happen with and somebody, in, you know, I, it happens in prison. Yeah. It happens in the prisons. They, you know, the, the, the trans go over and they start having sexual relations with the female inmate. Uh, that has happened. That has happened here way. in Illinois. I haven't heard it that yes. way. I've heard that the men take advantage of the trans. Right. What I'm saying is, well, and, but also if the, the, the male. They put them with the women? They put them with the women. That has happened. Wow. Yes, I that has happened here in the state of Illinois. But you didn't. Hear, you don't. They don't. They don't publicize that. No, because because it it, it doesn't fit that agenda. Right. It actually. It actually. What happens is you're able to. Your point of view, our point of view, actually gets strengthened because we know what happens. That's what happened with the father and the yeah. daughter that got took advantage. Right. Of. Yeah. And and I'm sorry if something wants to happen to one of my daughters, I'd probably be in that school. And and I probably shouldn't say that right now, but. I, I would probably hurt somebody seriously. Hey, I'm with I think you. Any know? father would. Yeah, yeah any I mean, father would. I mean, I mean, you're putting you're putting these kids, these young girls, in in, in these environments. I mean, that, that's I don't know. I don't, I don't know no, how I feel about no, that. You know, I yeah. know it's wrong. Yeah, you know, it's wrong. You can't do that. You know? No, but 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 see, the knock on that would be where well, you're trying to say all trans people are are of that ilk where where they might rape somebody. No, I'm not saying that. I'm what uh, what I'm saying, I know if if I was a a teenage boy <laughs> if I, he said Chef Barty didn't come in today. <laughs> Your green garb you had on last week. Uh-uh. <laughs> Joe from uh Free Spirit Cruises, man. I'm going to be doing two cruises with them this um two two um sh- bo- um boat shows with them this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, one in I think June and then one in Septemberish. Oh, we're going to have a good time. He says, go, go visit them, man. Free Spirit Cruises. Uh, Free Spirit Yacht Cruises. I mean, they uh, they put together a, a great show. You've been there. Yeah. You didn't go. I did not. Yeah. You can come this year. <laughs> You'll have two opportunities, two chances to do it. But, you know, in this come, I mean, coming up in the second hour, I, I, I want to talk about, there's a Virginia delegate. Um, He had this speech on racism. I really want to get your opinion. I'm going to save it for the second hour. Okay. And, and I, I really, I loved what he had to say. In the third hour, we're going to be talking with Stephanie Trussell, candidate for lieutenant governor for with Darren Bailey. Hopefully she brings those hot dogs from Boss Ooh. Hogs, Boss Dogs, up in Lyle. Uh, oh, hey, and guess what? What? Happy birthday, William. Today's, I believe today is her husband's birthday. Happy birthday, brother. So we just gave you a, a birthday shout out. We want those hot dogs. <laughs> Surprise me. What do you want, Leslie, from there? You ever been there? I haven't. I got oh. to take a trip down there. Well, tell them to surprise you. Yeah. Surprise you with a Bring hot dog. Bring me some. You listening to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. Which, which, that, was a, that, was a, that was a tough subject to, to touch. Well, you know, but we'll be right back.
Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose, whoa, 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 making moves, I need some room, whoa, 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 always cold, with Donut Song, Donut Song, hey, man, I love NF, man, that's NF right there, I love this kid. You listen, welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer, I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, with the trouble, we, we, you still haven't come up with a nickname. Not yet. We got three hours. Leslie we got Mendoza. two hours left. But I, I, you always play your boy Kanye a lot. Yeah. Did you hear the riff, the beatdown that Charlemagne the God gave him no. this morning? This morning? Oh. Well, you know, it, well, you know, he had, they have a show Monday through Friday, but they only play like. Can you find it and I get Pete the the loaded? Well, his uh, his donkey of the week. That you, you should. It's it's it, it, it comes on about. 7.42 or something like that in the morning. Okay. Okay. What'd he say? Oh, my God. He he beat Kanye down because Kanye didn't want his kids on, on TikTok. Okay. I but, don't blame him. But, but, but. Charlamagne was like, but what did you do on TikTok? You made a whole video about killing somebody, decapitating them, and burying them. But yet, you want to talk about what Kim and her new yeah, boyfriend might, not, might, might let different. them look at. And then he's been the one harassing Kim's. He has. Boyfriend, and then when he decides to clap back one time, you know he he plays the victim. Oh, you just got to listen to what he said. Yeah, well, it, it was for like it was. Pete, it was if a you can find thing. it and load it up, it it's a ten, ten minute. Oh, his donkey of the week normally be about seven minutes, but this time it went about ten minutes. Well, well, we're gonna have to figure out what parts to play. Yeah, well, <laughs> the whole thing was a, the whole thing was a beatdown. Uh, yeah, let's go back. Let's go back to the phone lines. Michael from the South Side, welcome to Black and Right. Hi. Uh, good afternoon, uh, John. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hi. Uh, the whole transgender issue thing is, is it totally astounds me. Uh, two points. One, we're the feminists. Yeah. After all the griping they did about Channel Nine for decades. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could you could not you could not turn up. You could it, it got to the point where you couldn't even pick up a newspaper or listen to a broadcast without hearing about Channel Nine. And now they've gone cold. They've gone silent, and that that that's embarrassing and just like an outrage. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He said embarrassing, uh, yeah. very hypocritical. Yeah. And I, the other is the other point worth making. Uh, this whole this whole transgender athlete thing is yet is yet another example of overreach on the part of the LGBT community. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, point. It's similar. It's similar. I mean, I I, I, I can't I cannot understand how uh, they expect a woman to compete with a biological male. And, and I, and I, and I kind of think this kind of reminds me about the situation in Florida where, uh, you know, the, uh, the LGBT community and the media, mainstream media branded, uh, Ron DeSantis's bill as don't say gay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean seriously, seriously, we're going to teach, we're going to teach five year old kids about, uh, gay people. Well, what we do that on? here in Illinois yeah, with the sex yeah. education bill that was passed. That yeah. was, that's, that's, that's here in Illinois. That, um, the, the reverse of what what they did in Florida, we have it here in Illinois now. I, I I personally I don't think we should be teaching sexuality to kids at five years old, right? At all, at all, kids. I. That's my job. I mean, as a parent. I'll be honest. Well, absolutely. I don't I don't have any kids, but uh, I mean, I think there's such thing as age appropriate material, right? I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's some twelve year olds I wouldn't trust with that information to yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah, but uh-huh. to ask uh, primary school ki- children. And and I, I don't understand. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point where the LGBT activists are almost as bad as the uh, pro-abortion rights people, mm. or even the common sense measure uh, gets demonized because they don't want to give an inch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My friend Dan actually just made that I made that point about abortion and 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 the LGBTQ 
Plus now, right? So, hey, Michael, thanks so much oh. for calling us. Thank you, John. Have a good day. You too. He said everything I, I want to say, but he said it better. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be a fight for... This is going to be a fight. For a long time. For, for a very long time. I agree with, with, with what he Michael just said and what Dan just said on Facebook. It's, it's going to be a long fight. And dig in. And I think it's going to delve off into other... I think pedophilia is going to come up. Oh, God. I, Nambla? I do. Nambla? I do. I'm telling you. This isn't going anywhere. There are a lot of people... But well, they said the same now, thing now, about a lot now. of the stuff that's 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 today that's out there. Now you might get Years you ago. might catch hell for that because you, you're comparing them to, to Nambla. No, I'm saying the coming out like this. Hey, hour two coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker and Miss Leslie Mendoza from Turning Point, Lions Lions Township High School. Why? I keep having a hard time with that L. (laughs) You know? No, but before the break, you said, Vlon, that I'm going to catch flack for that. No, I won't. Here's the reason why. When you look at how the left and progressive prepare for the culture war, what they do, they're, they're, they're genius in how they go about doing it. They get us caught on the subject matter, and we get bogged down there while they're already planning the next phase of, of whatever the culture war is going to be. And, and conservatives just don't see it. We're still answering these, these questions about abortion and getting bogged down. We lose a lot of good candidates who are pro-life, but they, they get caught up with the abortion question. You know, if I ever run for office again, I'm pro-life. Next question. Next question. You're not going to catch me. You're not going to bog me down in these into the minutiae. No, I am pro-life. Next question. We, we've we had this uh, conversation many times at Sean's uh, Cigar Shop. Yeah. And they they hit us on so many different fronts. It keeps us on defense. And yeah. They don't know how. We're always on defense. And Republicans don't know how to defend themselves. on the, Always on defense. Fronts. Right. I think it's tactics of the left. Yeah. And they're really... Good at it. They really are. They really are because, you know, we are the, and how we carry ourselves as Republican conservatives. No. Well, see, time to get in the trenches. The thing about it is, they fight for decades. They don't let it go. They'll they'll just start out small in school, sports, business. They and they fight on all these different fronts, and it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. While we as Republicans, we'll fight. And hope it goes away once the issue is out of the press. Well, to a degree out of the press. And we just don't know how to go to the next issue and fight just as hard. We'll let something like what we were talking about earlier, LGBTQ in sports, we'll let it fester. Yeah. Fester until they get a stronghold and they, they've bribed everybody they're going to bribe and they put pressure on businesses like, we'll boycott you. We'll yeah. boycott you if yeah. you don't, don't side with us. 
Yeah. See, we let that we yeah. let that take hold. But see, I was um, perusing. I think it was. I want to say TikTok, and I saw these this Virginia state representative. I hope I'm saying his name right. Nick Freitas, Freitas, Freitas. Uh, he's the one that that Second Amendment clip went viral mm. when he was standing defending the Second Amendment. <clears throat> he has another. He came out with another one on racism, and he's a white guy. But this is, I, I personally believe if Republicans want to start winning this culture war, this is, this is, this is how you go about it. It's long, it's long, it's two minutes and 41 seconds, but I want to, I want to play it all. And then I want to get you guys' opinion and, you know, your analysis from it. Uh, here he is, uh, Representative Nick Freitas, 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 here we go. I've never got on this floor and I've challenged the faith of an elected official because I disagreed with them on policy. I've never gone on this floor, Mr. Speaker, and suggested that the other side of the aisle were racist because they didn't agree with my particular policy positions. I've never suggested they were sexist because they didn't agree with my particular policy positions. But I'm keeping a running tally so far of this session. We're not very far into it. And almost every day, almost every day, someone on the other side of the aisle either gets up and either subtly or comes right out and suggests that if you don't agree with them on policy, well, then you're not a Christian. You're a sexist. You're a bigot. You're a racist. But the moment someone actually stands up and says, wait a second, no, I'm not going to accept that. If you want to debate me on the merits of our particular policies, I am happy to have that discussion. But the moment you claim, with no evidence other than we don't agree on a particular policy position. And that's important right there, right? Mm -hmm. Here we go. The moment you claim that that makes us racist or sexist or bigoted, Mr. Speaker, I've got news. This was tried during the election cycle. You had a lot of parents coming to their local elected officials asking questions about what was going on in their schools. And the initial response was, oh, it's not there. And then when they saw evidence that it was based off of what their kids were coming home and saying to them, and they went back and reissued the concern, then they got told, oh, well, then you must be a racist. Because that has been the repeated narrative coming from certain members of the other side of the aisle. Where's the line? And there's been a lot of times where we've sat here politely and just took it. Mr. Speaker, not this time. Ah. I'm tired of it. My constituents are tired of it. Because when these claims are made, they're not just made against Governor Youngkin. They're not just made against us. They're made in part against the people that elected to send us here. That's right. And, and, and you, dude, this is how you fight. You punch them back because they're not, they're not, listen, the left, the progressives, they're so used to uh, Republicans, conservatives, just taking it, mm. getting punched, 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 beat down, beat down, beat down. This guy is, is showing how you fight back against this culture war. He continues. And I don't know a single person in this chamber that I would define as racist or sexist or bigoted. We have very different ideas about how to get to particular in-states where all Virginians can be happy, healthy, prosperous, and free. But just so I'm very clear, will I be nice this session? I would certainly like to be, but I'm not about to sit here and listen to that, Mr. Speaker, and then go home to my constituents and have them ask me, why didn't you stand up and defend us? Mm. So let's have a robust policy discussion. But if you're going to question the faith of the intentions of anybody that happens to disagree with you on policy, then you don't get to lecture us on compassion, tolerance, or an open debate. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Villan? He's absolutely right. 
<clears throat> but it took him it took him to get fed up before he made that beautiful statement. Yeah. But see, this is what the left does. Trust me. For six years until I just got tired of him, and Ricky gave up his show, which he's coming back April second. Oh, really? Yeah, he's back. So I'm gonna be, be featured, be featured on his show again. But this is what they do when they can't beat you on the merits. You're you're gonna get name called. That's all yeah. they have is yeah. to call you a sambo or a watermelon or, or you you just well, we some Uncle kind Tom's of and Coons. we Uncle Tom's Coons or the black face of white supremacy. Yeah. They cannot engage you on the merits. They just want what they say to stand, right. and that's it. Right. That's the final word. I got did like that by a seventy year old one Covidian a while <laughs> yeah, back. I, you told, yeah, yeah, I told you all about it. I mean, she, pointed at you, <laughs> <laughs> pointed at, wagged the finger and twirled it and pointed through the twirl. I mean. She clapped her hands and said, that's that. Yeah. Nothing else to say. It's over when they say it's over. Yeah. So this is, this is, this is how the liberals and the progressives are. Well, as, as Marge calls them, regressive. I call them aggressive too. I don't think they're progressive. I think they regress America. They've regressed where we've, where, who we are as a nation. I don't see progress. I don't see a pro- progress in what they do. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? I love it. That was yeah. the first time that I've heard it. And yeah. I think it is People have had enough of everything that is going on, but they we have to have more people that are willing to stand up and say that it's wrong right. and call people out on their, I'm not even going to say yeah. it, but <laughs> like we need strong candidates that are willing to stand up and tell people the truth. Yeah. And I mean, I love that he, I mean, he's had enough of it and you can hear it. You can hear it. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that passion here in Illinois. Yeah. I really am waiting for that, to hear that passion about what's happening here in Illinois. Are one of these Republicans? Yeah. No. You don't think so? Well, I mean, you, you, you'll hear it from our candidates that we have now. Of course, Stephanie and yeah. Darren Bailey yeah. and people like them, Gary yeah. Rayburn. But you're not going to hear it from the guys that's sitting in office. No, no, no. I'm. Well, yeah, yeah, Tom Morrison. Tom, I, I keep, he's, Tom a, he's young, he's great. Yeah. I've met him in person on yeah. the pro-life cruise. I keep forgetting about him John because they, they don't put, him forward, yeah. I mean, like, well, of course, because because he's a conservative, <laughs> right? They don't put him forward at all. They like silence, my guy. Yeah, but you got Blaine Willauer, you you got Calkins down there, you got Miller. You know, I mean, these are people that are um, pushing back, but because they're down south, uh <laughs> oh, we're gonna save him for after the break. Phil, from now Will I know Iyer. you don't have nothing to disagree uh, with me about he today. Said he, he said he can't have it both ways. So uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what that's about, but uh, we're going to take him when we come back from the break. He's oh. a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> that was Pete. <laughs> Pistol Pete. Oh, no. Oh, man. Um, But, oh, God. That's, every time I see his name pop up, I'm like, oh, here we go. I, I'm going to just shut up and hear what he had to say. I'm going to wait, like Floyd say, wait till you get that opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Okay. But, you know. Um, Leslie, I look at people like you're you're in your age group, and what you guys the fight, the culture war that you guys are going to have to fight is going to be so much far worse than what we've had to fight and what we've had to defend against. Well, I've basically told people it's your guys' future that you're going to be dealing with, and yeah. if you don't get into it now, yeah, it's going to be too late. I agree. You listen to the Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty The Answer. I'm your host John Anthony. We'll be right back. Phil, hold the line. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. All right, let's get right to it. You listen to the Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Let's go straight on to it. 
Phil from Blue Island. Can't have it both ways. Phil, you there? Hold on, Phil. Hold on, Phil. Okay. Go ahead. There you go. Okay, I think I heard the dean. Uh, look, I, I, I'm glad you played that tape because it, it sounded like, you know, he, he was kind of whining and kind of uh, uh, not wanting to deal with the facts that, and then you're going to say that he don't believe that anybody in this chamber is a racist. I mean, it's just, just saying some of the most outrageous things and it's all in protecting his, his voters. It's not really about the issues. It's about, you know, uh, well, if his voters come up to him and say, well, why didn't you protect us? So that's all it's about. It's about his votes, his constituencies. So if it's about anything that uh, a black person wants or, or our young sister, uh, the Hispanic in the room, wants or, or needs or whatever okay, the case uh, wait, is. Wait, let me stop you right there. That is the problem with our government right there. That is the exact problem because, because this identitarian aspect of government where we have to isolate people based upon their skin color. That's what's wrong with government. That's why the culture is out of control. Go ahead, Bill. Well, again, I, mean, I remember last week I, I was I was called a moron. I didn't call you and a I moron. I think a minute ago. Sean, Sean. No, you're, 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 Sean, right, right, right. Sean. Y'all, 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 y'all yucked it up. Y'all laughed. Y'all thought it was funny. Um, uh, I think a little while ago I heard of uh, some video as far as was it a hole or what 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 was it a tape he played or a video of something sound like a ass something so i'm sorry um i don't um, remember so that. things like that he's a jackass <laughs> oh that that's jackass what you're about. Oh, there you go i mean so so again so if 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 if, if so that's what i say you can't have it both ways if your side Whoa. is throwing it out there and, and and trying to be real slick about it but then don't want to deal with critical race theory you're being hypocrite well, wait a minute, Phil. Phil, Phil. Now, 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 wait a minute, Phil. Turn your mic. Now, I think you don't know when in this out. studio and uh, every other show on a on a conservative radio, I've engaged the left on that other station for years. I've engaged the left more times than you could probably even know because I don't know how, how much you listen listen over there, and they okay. cannot engage without calling you a name. If you disagree with what they believe, you're automatically a name. Okay, I've been called and they've yucked it up. They've called me all types of names to my face in the studio and called me imbecile. Imbecile! Because I do not believe what they believe. I don't want to hear anything about name calling and you talking about Republicans say it in a slick way. They don't, they shouldn't say it in a slick way. They should say it in their face just like they like, say it in our face. Just like he just did. The, the, but the again, but again, the the the, uh, the other host, the evening host, Sean, whatever his Sean name Thompson. is, Sean Thompson, Sean Thompson. He he literally calls me step and fetch it. <laughs> wait, what? Man, you can't get no more racist than that. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I've never heard him say it, but I don't know how oh, that's God. racist. I, listen, you don't know how that's racist. Listen, Sean doesn't play around when it comes to Marxists and leftists and progressives and people that don't believe in America or people that believe America owes them something. America you doesn't don't put me in that category, though. I'm not in that category. You so do believe America of, owes you. You do believe America owes you reparations. No, 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 no. See, don't put no words in my mouth. You said it. You That's said it. America owes us, and they've robbed. They've robbed black people through all yeah, of the old stuff. You have show. said that. Said don't it. be like. Don't don't start Relax. that. Relax. Again, when we talk about critical race theory, if you want to be honest about it, yes, we have not been re- repaired. 
yeah. from the slavery that wait. we that, that we endured. But Phil, Phil, I I'm, I'm no, gonna, you don't want to open wait, that door. With no, no, me. wait, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, I, I I I'm going to defend my friend Sean Thompson. He is nowhere near racist. Has no racist bone in his body. And okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you that Sean Thompson is not a racist, has never been a racist, okay. and I'll stand on but that. And, and, wait, say, and I'll take, and I'll take things like and I wanna, I'm not smart enough. But I want, but I'm see, see saying you're not smart enough doesn't doesn't is, it doesn't constitute Berline, it to being Berline, a racist. Can I even finish my statement, yeah. please? How many? How, many, how often do black people have to be told they're not smart enough? Oh God! Before Man, see, you say, oh well, something is wrong with that. Because when it comes to people that don't have melanin, then all of a sudden, they're, oh, they're smart. And they're, they're uh, see, this is he. So, why, why, why? Why even go any further? You keep on trying to equate little comments like that into racism. He's not racist. And 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 you just want to make it about race. I never said the man was racist. But you keep asking wrong. the question. Wrong. 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 You keep wrong. asking saying, the question. If you're using, Wait, if you're on, using terms like you're, you're, you're not smart enough or Stephen Fetch it, what what are you supposed to deduce from that? What what, what it is? It's it's a name call. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with racism. So what? He may be putting you down. Yeah, I put all kinds of people down. Black, white. If you talk stupid, why you why? talk they're, stupid? They're, they're, that don't even make sense. But because so you gonna didn't I just did we just did we just no no hold on didn't we just talk about didn't I just say it earlier about I was on Progressive Radio for God knows how long and they called me names. They call you names, so we're not supposed okay, to fight that, okay. back just as hard. That don't make it, Verlon, Verlon, that doesn't make it right. If somebody calls you uh, any kind of name, I'm not going to do it just for the sake of doing it, because we know what the but names they do, are. though. Because most of those names come from the dominant culture, but sometimes we use it on ourselves. Oh, God. So uh, I'm not going to, you know, uh, the, the Tom oh, and God. all these other type of things. So it's it's not it doesn't make it right. It don't make it so right. We supposed to, so we as Republicans just That's supposed to saying. so we as Republicans just supposed to sit there I and take me. it. And and, and be I'm and be above it. it and be above it all and let them call us names. Yes. No. Oh yes. 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 Let me tell you something. Yes. Let me tell you something. This is the argument that I use on Progressive Radio. Intellectuals taught me that the first one calls a name loses the argument, right? That's true. And yet I engage this person called Eric Grant. On his uh, on on his show on on uh, Progressive Radio, and I told him the same thing. Intellectuals say if you call names to stop him from calling me names, you lose the argument. You know what he said? Whoever taught you that was an imbecile. I don't care if he was intellectual or not. They're not gonna stop calling names because they can't engage. So you're gonna have to get used to it. Well, can they, they can't win the argument. They can't win the they argument. All I'm argument. saying, all I'm saying, even the, the last week, I don't want it to be too long. Even when last week, I, I don't think I said anything to be called an imbecile. He said you was arguing against yourself because you was arguing against the income tax. But basically, you didn't understand you what did, you were you talking were. about. And you were arguing against yourself. No, 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 no. It's a whole different conversation. No, but no. you were arguing so, against yourself. So, <sighs> you talking to me, John? Yeah, yeah, you were arguing against yourself, though, in your comment, what you were talking about with the income tax. I don't think you really. I don't think you understood what we were discussing about it, and I think income that's income tax, income tax, income tax. Yeah. Uh, okay, at this point, I can't recall. But to be called not uh, a, not an imbecile, but a but a moron, and for you all to laugh, that hurt a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. Hey, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny, Phil. I don't see what was funny about it. So <laughs> when 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 Verline when Verline when Verline when Verline is called Sambo, Phil. Phil. I, should I? Okay. Let me talk. This is my show. All right. It was funny. And I'm going to laugh at something funny, especially when you know how Sean Thompson, how Sean Thompson talked. 
Now, Phil, you ready to talk now? There you go. I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I, I, really? John? Yeah. Go ahead. So when it comes, okay, I think I can defend myself against it because I've talked to him a couple of times. Wrong. Right? Just a couple of times. And then both, and even with your friend in the prayer, not prayer, but whatever, prop in the morning. Instantly has an attitude. Yeah, <laughs> because Phil. Instantly, and there's no reason for it. Okay, Phil, can I tell you there's why? No reason Phil, for it. Phil, can I tell you why? They Please know. Don't they know him. No, they know. I'm not. They know you're going to come carrying the leftist talking points. You have. I mean, you're. I mean, when you. They, when, know, they have. How they know Phil, that? Phil, because you because they listen to the radio. You call in a lot with the same tired old arguments, Phil. Oh, it's a tired have, old have, argument that have no merit in the discussion that's being no discussed. Merit. No, you do. Really? Okay. Okay. So that 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 tape that you just played with this guy talking about. Okay. So you actually believe in that chamber what he was talking about? There was no racist in there. Well, I'm going to take him at his word until until they prove themselves otherwise. No, you know what, racist? You know what, Phil? Yeah, it was. Whatever Democrat ah, is in that is. in that there chamber, is. they're racist okay, because they yeah they're right. No, I am saying it. I am, but John's being nice. No, I'm no, not. I'm they are racist. All those, <laughs> white, all those, white, all those white Democrat uh, liberals, <laughs> all those white Democrat liberals, leftists, Marxists, they're yeah. racist. Yeah. So you 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 actually believe that there's no uh, 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 conservative right wing racist? Is that what you're telling he, me? I don't think he said that. I didn't say that. No, I said I, I said I know who the racists are. I know who the racists are. That's why I'm asking you. It's a question. So you believe that there is no white wing racist? I believe that there are some old white Republicans that played footsie with some racists back in the day. Yeah, and there are some. There are some. No, I, I, I know. I know. I know it's some. I've had some call me. See, now you're saying they don't exist today. No, no, I didn't say that. Too many games. I said there's some old ones that's right, there. Phil, we got to go to break. That that did. Um, again, America is no longer a racist country. America has racism within the country. Right. That's the reality of it. You have them in, in both parties, but in my opinion, the Democrats, they are a little bit more. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. With the troublemaker who just, your blood pressure probably just went through the roof with that one. Well, I think yours was higher than mine, yeah. man. <laughs> well, and Leslie, anytime they're here, and anytime they go at it, I just sit back and let them go at it. Because, Entertainment. Yeah, it's, it's they, I mean, they, they both, Phil, Phil sometimes makes a point. Sometimes. Sometimes. I, I'll give it to him. He'll, he'll sometimes make a point. But it's always a racial. It's always a racial tinge to it. It's true. Um, Have you guys noticed how many people? In Illinois, that is that's running for office on the Republican side. How many? Well, what you call them? African African American? Well, this African next one. American. Well, this next one is a true African American. All right, I want to hear my African American yeah. brother or sister. Yeah, running running for governor on the only all black ticket, mm. running for GOP. Max Solomon, welcome to Black and Right. Thank you for having me. How are you, brother? I am well. How are you too? Yeah, you know, I'm doing all right. Verlon has this thing where you know he he's calling himself an African American. We should have this would have been a perfect time for you <laughs> yeah. to have your 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 your, that, that your African nuance, garb nuance uh, conversation. Yeah. yeah. So Max Solomon, you're on the campaign trail. How's it going? It's going well. I'm very thankful for the opportunity to have a voice to uh, 
speak to uh, Illinoisans. I think it's time for uh, people to know that there's an alternative uh, to the usual that we're being used to in the state of Illinois. And yes, I'm proud to be uh, uh, on an all-black African <laughs> ticket <laughs> yeah. for the GOP, which is something unheard of in the state of Illinois. I don't think it's ever happened. I think that, I think no, I think it's the first uh, in the state of Illinois to ever to ever happen where and 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 well again you know we have Verlon you and I have this discussion all the time about you know blacks running in GOP and how I personally think something like this needs to be highlighted not so much just because it's black but it shows the the trajectory and where the GOP is headed here in the state of Illinois and and Max so here, here's my question what's what's First 100 days of a Max Solomon administration, what does that look like? Uh, first, uh, let's start with the first day. So uh, if this mandates, things are still going around in the state of Illinois by then. I think it's going to be over. I hope it's going to be over uh, where we're being uh, forced to uh, wear masks or uh, get vaccine shots uh, or else lose our livelihoods or threaten people's livelihoods and, and businesses. Uh, if that's still going on on January 9th, 2023, uh, the moment I'm sworn in as governor, that hand is going to come down to an executive order banning all mandates, all mandates in the state of Illinois, uh, as far as vax mandates and the uh, um, uh, face mask mandate. Love it. Coming from a student, that is the best thing. (laughs) A student who was put in in, in prison in their own school. Held in isolation for two weeks. That's horrible. That's horrible. And, and, and it goes to the fact that they're attacking our kids. For some reason, the leftist wokeism culture is attacking the kids. You know why? Uh, because they want to control the future. Uh, we, and I, and I count myself part of that, we, we may be the last standing conservatives or not even conservatives, uh, people with common sense for fighting for freedom uh, in, in the entire state of Illinois, or even in the United States. If we fall, if the United States fall, if this generation falls, uh, they, they are trying very hard to control our kids and to take over uh, everything about their freedom. They would never know what it was like to have freedom in the United States or in the state of Illinois. We have to fight against that. What, what will you do about two things? CRT and the new, if you can say it, sex ed that the kids have to learn in school today from actually, K, from K actually, through 12. Thank you. Thank you for asking that question. John asked me about my first 100 days, and here's what we did in my camp. Latasha and I, my, my running mate, and shout out to her if she's listening. She's a wonderful uh, woman, a woman of God, a woman that's very, very passionate in fighting for the kids. I am very blessed to have her on the team. Here's what we're going to do on first day. So we have a first day agenda. We have first, first 100 days agenda, and then we have the long-term agenda. On the first day, CRT, CSE <laughs> mandates are going to be dead in the state of Illinois. We're going to ban it by executive order on first day, first hour, uh, the moment we're sworn in as governor and, and lieutenant governor. Wow. You know what I would love to see? If you could bring it to the House, hopefully it's a sea change in the House, and make a law against it. Because how, how did... Uh, uh, DeSantis do it in Florida. Did he make a like a law against it, or did he just executive order, John? I, I, I think he went to the legislative body. See that that that's what I want to see here. Yes, we're going to do that. But as you know, uh, our legislature in Springfield is full of Democrats. Uh, GOP or the the, the the Republican Party is very has very very minority 
uh, state senators and, and, and state representatives. We're not enough. We have a veto-proof legislature, right? Yeah. But here's what a governor can do, a GOP governor. He can, he can legislate or, or, or be the executive uh, that he is by using the veto power. And, of course, executive order. Remember, uh, J.B. Pritzker did most of these things by executive order. For example, the mandate. Yeah. He entered executive order on that. We can change that by executive order, and that's what I'm going to do. And here's what hey, I'm hey, going Max, to do. Max, work. Hey, Max, yeah. can we hold you for one more segment? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we got to go to break. Uh, we're talking with Max Solomon, uh, candidate for Illinois governor uh, in 2022. He and his uh, running mate, Latasha Fields. She's, if you've never heard her, whoo, you got to hear her speak. <laughs> you listen to Black and White Radio. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and White with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Just switch your attitude. Go and level up yourself. This that different latitude. Life too short. Welcome back to Black yourself. and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Vlad, don't be shaking your head over there. He needs to take a chill pill. Let Kim go on with her life. Well, that, that's true, but leave my leave, leave Ye alone. Um, he's here in the studio with Vlad, Troublemaker Galloway, and Leslie Mendoza of Turning Point, Lions Township High School Chapter. Before the break, we were talking to candidate for governor, uh, Max Solomon. Max, when you were at the gubernatorial um, town hall put on by Freedom Initiative Now, you had an acronym that you were talking about. What was the acronym, and, 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 and why is that important to the voters of Illinois? CPR. Yeah, that's it. Illinois, CPR. Illinois needs CPR, and <laughs> that's constitutional pension reform. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, over the years, we know that Illinois has always been in debt. There's this trouble that seems never to go away in the state of Illinois, and it's a fiscal fiscal decline. Illinois doesn't have a revenue problem. It has a spending problem. Yeah. And I'll tell you, um, many, many candidates have come and gone, and the Democrats are telling us they're going to raise our taxes, which is what they do. And, and the Republicans, on the other hand, are saying, oh, we're going to cut your taxes right. on both sides. That's a demonstration of a lack of understanding of the problem. Well, I bring into the mix an understanding of the problem and identifying that the pension crisis is the problem. Yeah. No matter how many, how much taxes we raise in the state of Illinois, we're not going to take care of this pension crisis. As a matter of fact, the more we tax, the more people are going to get out of Illinois, which is what's going on right now. Yeah. But I'm running to make sure that I fix the pension problem. And the only way, I don't care what, we're going to do. I don't care what other people are telling you. The only way to start on the path back to fiscal health in the state of Illinois is to amend Article 13, Section 5 of our Constitution. And that's why I call it Constitutional Pension Reform, CPR for the state of Illinois. I'm going to be the bold governor that talks about that, that does something about that. And my administration is going to make sure that we fix pension. Can you explain? Okay, I got two questions for you. Can you explain what that article is and how would that fix the pension problem? And number two, my personal uh, a question to you is, what programs would you cut? Because it's a mix of both. Those, uh, all these different programs that's spending money that never gets to where it's supposed to go, a lot of those programs need to be cut. So what would you do about both those issues? I'm going to start with cutting. 
I'm going to be the board governor that tells you that I'm not going to cut any program. My goal is not to come in and cut programs. I'm going to identify excessive waste in all areas of government. Actually, I'm running on a platform of consolidation of government. I think government units are too many. That's true. When you have too, when you have too many governmental units asking for for, your, for their taxes on your dollar, then they leave you with nothing. Well, I'm we, have 7, we have 7,000. We have 7,000. Exactly. Next closest yeah. is 3,500 uh, Texas, I believe. Exactly. And we're the number one in the United States, by the way, in governmental units. Anyway, going back to the Constitution, Article 13, Section 5 of the Constitution of the Illinois Constitution has a language in yep. there that says that pensions are a promise and they cannot be impaired or diminished. Well, here's what happened in 2015, back when Rauner was governor. Uh, the Supreme Court interpreted that particular section of, yep. the, of, this, of the article. And they said we cannot touch pension. That means we cannot impair it and we cannot diminish it. So every other plan of any candidate telling you they're going to do something about pension is going to end up in court. And you know what the unions are going to do? They're going to keep that opinion of the Supreme Court from 2015 in their pocket and just wait for you to come to court and they're going to win each time. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to amend that language. It, it was done in Rhode Island. It was done in Arizona in 2016. We can do the same thing now. I'm not going to be able to do anything about all pensions that's already vested. The Supreme Court already took care of that. They right. said we can't touch it. But going forward, going forward, we have to fix pension. Uh, if we don't, in 50 years, my daughter or any any one of our children are going to be running for governor and still talking about pension. And Max, I actually voted for that bill that went to the Supreme Court. Uh, I voted to, 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 to change the pension system. Thank you. So uh, I, go ahead. I thought they did that with police officers already. I thought police officers, the new ones that got hired already switched to a 401k. They don't get the investment that they that they used to get. No, they, Which they, they city changed the tiers. They changed Chicago. the tiers. Chicago. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Chicago, it's like an entity on its own, right. and that's other thing we're going to look into, right? Yeah. We, it's, it's about time we elect a conservative mayor in the city of Chicago. Chicago is overrun by Democrats, Democrats ideas and leftist ideals, right? Yeah. We have to bring some common sense government back into Chicago. But as far as the state of Illinois is concerned, we have to fix pension and we have to take care of the big five, yeah. right? Which Illinois is responsible for. And John knows what I'm yeah. talking yeah. about. We have to fix that. And the only way, the only true path, yeah. and, and the wire point agrees with me on this, yep. and, and, and Illinois policy has been writing and talking about it for years. But for some reason, we have a generation of politicians that are not interested in it. For right. some reason, they're not talking about it. Well, that's and that's hey, Max, why I'm running. We got about yes. a, we got about a minute left. Uh, I actually yes. declined my pension when I was in the Gen- Illinois General Assembly. God bless um, you. God where bless can people you. find you? Where can they find the campaign if they want to come out and help? Yes, www.maxsolomon.org. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting the word out there. We're going to be posting a lot of events on our website. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Instagram and all those social media. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be letting you know where we're going to be. Please come out, hear us. And join us. We're not running a movement. We're running a revival, a revival of the hearts and minds, a revival of the hearts and minds of all Illinoisans. And we think it's time to get back to the things of God in the state of Illinois. Max Solomon, attorney, candidate for governor of Illinois. Thank you so much for joining Black and Right. That was very inspiring. Ignacio Mitchell, Neil, hold the line. We'll take your calls when we get right back. We'll be right back.
on return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Elon Galloway and Leslie Mendoza. You having a good time, Leslie? I am. Having a blast. Yeah. Always have a blast. <laughs> Let's clear these phones out of, out of the queue. Ignacio from Spring Grove, thanks so much for holding. I really appreciate your patience. Hey, man. Hey, guys. First of all, I'll tell you, I absolutely love your show. It's the first time I've ever called, but I love listening to you. But Thank you. Uh, two callers ago, the guy who didn't like being called a moron, uh, he, he definitely earned the title. Um, oh, I get so frustrated, you know, one, when they talk about uh, slavery, you hear like an NFL player or a basketball player say that they equate it to modern day slavery. Well, this one caller said when we went through slavery, yeah, he doesn't have a clue what slavery is. No, he never went through anything close to slavery. And it just bugs me up one side down the other to hear somebody whose generations separated from the from what happened to some people who truly suffered. To use it as a plot, whether it's for reparations, to be a victim or whatever it is, it just drives me nuts that that is the most abused term by people today saying, we went through slavery. We did not. You did not. Okay? Generations ago went through slavery. But that is just, it drives me nuts, man. Uh, that's, hey, fair point. Thanks so much for calling, Nacho. Just don't laugh. Just don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Mitchell. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. Kind <laughs> of sound like George a little bit. <laughs> Sounds like Hop Daddy a little bit. Mitchell from Des Plaines. Welcome to Black and Right. What's going on, Mitchell? Hey, Berlon, John. First of all, I'd like to bring your attention to the following. The biggest problem that the left can't stand is that you're both critical thinkers and that you identify as a Republican. Right. You want to talk about think on steroids? This is the, they have the temerity, okay, to point the cannon at you because you happen to be black. They completely think that you should just go along with the program, be a Democrat. They don't realize that we're individuals. And that is the basis. That's the core issue of why this, why currently we're in what I call being upside down. It is culture war. They cannot get over what I call the tribal thought. They can't even get over the fact that, you know, individuals actually can make up their own minds. And the fact of the matter is this, you guys. The bottom line is this. If you can think critically for yourself, that represents the biggest, okay, liability for people that are in charge that want you to have that group think attitude. Because for generations, it's paid off for them. I love John, you said a few weeks ago, John, you said a few weeks ago, okay, uh, the biggest people that screwed me in the back were blacks. Yeah. No, nobody can handle that, right? Yeah. Let me tell you something. During the primary, okay, I'm an independent. And the 2020 primary, when I listen to Beto O'Rourke, you think I should like that guy because he's white? If that guy didn't have his wife's money, he'd be working at a carnival basically <laughs> getting your weight, okay? And the bottom line is that, no, I don't go after it because of their race. Nobody learned a damn thing about Martin Luther King and the content of your character. So what do they do? They use the reverse. They use the reverse discrimination with regards to being gay, to being yeah. a lesbian. Against their folks, I couldn't care less if you're gay. If you want to marry your dog, have a great time. I couldn't care less. You know what I care Sounds about? Like me, your content of your character. I, get, I care about your content of your character. And the fact of the matter is, is that these radical Democrats are as vapid-minded as you get. And Berlan, I'm going to tell you this right now. When you get back on uh, on, on uh, what's his name, Ricky's show. 
I'll be right there to support you, brother. And let me tell you this right now. The bottom line is this. Think for yourself. Be a critical thinker because the group thinkers can't stand it. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you, Mitchell. It's called an exclamation point, baby. He put the exclamation point on that for real. Hey, Neil, if you can hold the line, we'll take you in the third hour. Um, I don't understand if you hang up, but call back if you don't want to hold that long because I really want to get your point of view. Uh, Hour three, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Hour 3, Black and Red Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Hey, if you missed the first two hours, go to 560theanswer.com, click on the podcast, download the Black and White podcast. Um, you, trust me, you'll love it. We had a very fiery moments we had very fiery moments in that uh especially the second hour with phil from blue island <laughs> we heard his feelings sorry phil didn't mean to hurt your feelings brother um you're fired <laughs> man up uh, uh i'm so happy to have Villan, the troublemaker galloway and leslie mendoza in studio live with me um first that was a uh, those those two hours went by fast right leslie? Yes, it hey while you're at it if you haven't liked any of my social media accounts I'm on TikTok, Black and White Radio, TikTok, um, Rumble, YouTube. Um, what else, Valon? Twitter, Instagram. Go ahead. Facebook. Yeah, especially Facebook, right, Pistol Pete? Uh, go ahead and like those. Um, let's go back to the phone lines, and then there's some stuff I want to talk about. Neil from LaGrange, all in for Max. Thank you so much for uh, having him on. Was it Max Sheridan? Was that his name? Solomon. Max Solomon. Yes. You know, you know, I've been around politics my whole life. I'm almost 60. You know, I worked my first campaign when I was 10. Oh, wow. And, and you know, back in the day, I can't tell you, how, you know, how many campaigns I worked as a volunteer, but there were Secretary of State employees working both sides of the aisle on the clock. I mean, that's where they used to get all the soldiers from, both sides. That's true. You know, and way back when, you know, George Ryan was the scapegoat, but. Prior to him, everybody used those soldiers. Yep. Anyway, um, you know, one of the things that uh, that Max was saying is very true. Uh, but the other thing that we really need to be concerned with coming up is this Amendment 1. I haven't heard anybody talking about that. And that has to be squashed immediately because if that gets passed, the state's done. Wait, what, what, the done. Amendment 1 to which bill? The pension. Uh, those uh, Amendment One on their Constitution. Oh, oh okay. The constitution. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. some, I don't know uh, all the particulars, but Illinois policy has been been uh, barking about that for months. Yeah. Well, um, me- and then the other thing too is that you know uh, we not only need uh, a great governor, we also need a veto proof. We need to get rid of the veto proof house because you know when Rauner was in, you know Madigan had a veto proof house for a while. 
and he blamed everything on Rauner. And but then anything they tried to pass, you know, nobody was going to cross Madigan, so nothing got done. So, I live in Illinois. Thir- I, I, hang on, real quick. I live in Illinois thirty-one, and you know, I tried to figure out how to run for the house, but. You know, Flowers has been there for 30 years, and hell, the last 10 years, 15 years, she's been unopposed. Yeah, and that's that's the problem with a lot of those seats. So when you say that you're, yeah. all, when, so when you say that you're all in with Solomon, do you agree with his other point? Because I think these, a lot of these programs should be cut. Do you believe they should you know, be consolidated? I came, I came in, I came in at the end. So what I heard him was talking about where I turned the radio on today uh, was where he started talking about how you have to amend the constitution. We gotta fix the problem, not the effect. Okay, what well, the now, other the what other were the other what were the other things he was talking about? The other about? thing, no, it was just one it was just two questions that I asked him. You already answered the first one. But I said it's a lot of programs that are basically just slush funds here in Illinois that can be cut. He says that he doesn't want to cut, he wants to consolidate a lot of these programs and you save a lot more money that way, the consolidation. Well what what are the he wants to consolidate a lot of the government units. Right. You right. know, trying to get rid of a governmental unit in Illinois. But we have more governmental units than anywhere else, like over like 7,000. Yeah. yeah. Now, there, there, there's a, like, you know, a crazy one on the south side. There's like um, a uh, street lighting authority or something. Mosquito abatement. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, mosquito abatement, you know, I'm sure that could be wrapped up into yeah. something else. Um, like I said, there's a street lighting authority where there's three, I think, three women that basically go around to see if the streetlights are working or right. not. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, uh, Neil, and, we got to go. And, Neil, and, we gotta go. I got to okay. take the, the rest of these calls. But thanks so much for calling. Right. I really appreciate it. Max Solomon, correct? <laughs> yeah, Max Solomon. <laughs> okay, you know, the 80s are kind of tough on my short-term brain cells. So. <laughs> no problem. Right. Thanks, guys. All right, All right thanks, take it easy. Let's go to Jim, the neighbor, Jim from Naperville. Jim, thanks so much for calling Black and Right. Hey, hi. Hi, John. Really, uh, first-time caller. But to tack on to that uh, consolidation, we've got over 800-some-odd school districts in the state. I, I was just about to say that. Uh, Pennsylvania did the same, had the same number with about the same population, cut it down to about 250. That yeah. is consolidation for you. Yeah. Nobody's going to do it in the state of Illinois. Though. No, no. I mean, but I, have, I, I am so sick and tired of hearing about the pensions, how we can't change them. You know, the, the Constitution was written specifically to avoid having anybody diminish their, that's okay. Right. But what what would happen with, with we just had a state ref, referendum, put it in the ballot. 75% of the people believe that the pensions should be changed going forward. Yeah, but that would be a non-binding referendum, right? That's what you're asking for, right? No, I'm asking, yeah. I want to put it on there for, to, to, as a binding reg, uh, referendum. Yeah, well, but, but, but again, that would, uh, you would have to. I believe you would have to have a constitutional convention to change the the the. Uh, the no, language. no, no. We're talking about future future people oh, future. that get hired. Yeah. Well, that was that was one of the, the 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 roadmaps that the Supreme Court laid out, and that was one of the. That's why um um John Cullerton. That was I think I believe that was part of John Cullerton's bill, the pension bill. I don't recall. I I, I could be wrong, but I I do believe that was part of the bill. I have to go back and look it up. But um. Well, Jim, well, Okay, how about term limits? How do we ever get anything in front of the the, the state of Illinois uh, that can change anything? Then, if that's the case, right? I'll tell you this about term limits: you give it, a, you 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 do term limits, implement term limits. I, you know, I used to be a big proponent of it, but then you have the lobbyists and the administration and the staffers who become all powerful. I mean, I I don't know. I, I mean, that's 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 where you fall back. You fall into that. Uh, I I I I still believe the the next the term limit is the next election. 
you know, you, I, I think it's incumbent upon the, the Not candidate. Illinois. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. But you, you look at look at the Madigans of the world. Look yeah. at the Collisons of the world. You yeah. tell me that they the the, the voters are going to change them. They they gerrymander the the districts. You're never going to get them out of there. Right. Come let, on. Let me tell you. You've seen it for 50 years. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the most important. That's why the most important race that's coming up. The two races for the Illinois Supreme Court: two, second, and the third. If Republicans take over the Illinois Supreme Court. That's that becomes the backstop from uh, because a lot of the gerrymandering and all that wouldn't happen if we if we had Republicans running this, the Illinois Supreme Court. They put a stop to it. So there, there, there are ways to do it. And I agree with that. Now, now, I'm not disagreeing with you, um, but I just think I think getting those into onto the ballot here in Illinois will never happen. Well, they'll just find another uh, Ann Burke to get on there, right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's why How'd that's that what, work out. Right. I agree. And that that's why these two seats that are up. In the Supreme Court, for the Supreme Court, the second and the third are so vital and so important. I'm actually going to, I actually started saying to the judges who are running, <clears throat> come up with a hashtag, flip the ballot. No one flips the ballot for the well, judges. Flip the ballot. Well, you know, thanks I, so much for calling, Jim. Thank you. Let's go to Jim from South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show. Jim. How are you guys? All right. Good, good. Um, you know, Indiana just announced that they're going to be reducing their state income tax from 2.9% gradually each year to something like 2029 when it's completely gone. Yes! Now, why can why can Indiana do that and we can't? And this is why we have to get our liberal friends to wake up and do things like they do in Indiana, for example, or Florida, or Texas, or Tennessee, and we'll have the same results here. I mean, you know, so many people... You know, like from the south suburbs, I've had Uber drivers tell me they do a lot of traffic taking people from the south suburbs and south side of Chicago <clears throat> over to Indiana. And even with the cost of Uber, it's so much cheaper because you save money on all the stuff you buy because yeah. of taxes. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just preposterous. Plus, like they said, there's all these school districts. I think all the smaller uh, counties in Illinois should just have one school district per county. You know, maybe in a bigger you know county like DuPage or Kane or something, we could, you know, have more. But there's no need to have, like... You know, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. Someone told me there was one one school district that just has one school in some place in Illinois. Yeah, down in um, um, down there in Kendall County, um, there's one. There's an uh, is it Millbrook? Um, there's yeah. a um, Newark school districts. You know, Lisbon has one. Lisbon school. Lisbon has a Lisbon school has a and it's an elementary school and it has a uh, school district. I, I I don't get it. Well, Jim yeah. asked the question why we can't do it here as far as the income tax. Too many people has been cut into the thievery, the thievery of people's 50% that they take from you monthly, yearly. You, they're never going to stop the slush fund. Right. Hey, uh, Jim, thanks so much for calling. We got to go to break. I uh, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Shout out to my boy, Kenny D. Kenny Duncan listening to the show. <laughs> All right. What's up, Ken? Uh, he just sent me a text. My man. Um, you listen to the Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe welcome I'm back blind. to black and right radio on am 560 the answer i'm your host john anthony and he's right the show that the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about mm-hmm. black and right that's right uh happy to have my good friend my buddy Villan, the troublemaker you got a nickname for yes miss mendoza what is it 
the inspiration, oh, Miss Mendoza. Love it. Leslie, the, the inspiration Mendoza? Because I'm telling you, if they would have trapped me in the basement for one day, once you let me out, yeah. I would have dropped out. Talk it was about so, that. It was so easy to drop out in the 80s and the 90s. Guess what? That would have been my exit route because we never told our parents anything back in those days. No. So so they didn't even know you dropped out. Well, mine was getting high, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us. So after Tom's divorce, uh, temporary restraining order got passed for uh, schools. That very next Monday, I walked into school, and I refused to put a mask on. And I made it through my first period class perfectly fine. It wasn't until my second period where I got sent down to the office, had a nice talk with my administrators, and... Um, they confiscated my phone. I know, John, you talked about yep. it on one of your shows, but yeah. confiscated my phone. And I had four other kids. They chose to go home. And wow. my parents, I had talked to my parents about it. We had like a solid plan going. I was going to school, um, but they were not picking me up. And they had to call my parents like three times or something. And my parents just refused to pick me up. <laughs> like, you are going to give her an Good education. Yeah. Um, but I was held in the basement of our library for a whole day. Um, and the very next day I did the same thing, but I had 200 other kids with me. Whoa. So that night I got on snap and texted a ton of my friends and I told them, guys, this isn't going to do anything if I don't have people standing beside me. Right. We have strength in numbers. Seniors? Um, we had it at both campuses. So we have two campuses. Our, uh, South campus is freshmen and sophomores. And then our North campus is junior, senior. Yeah. Um, and we had close to a hundred at South. So freshmen and sophomores doing it at South campus. Um, and North, it just was an absolute, I mean, the administrators were panicked (laughs) and they were not expecting it all. So I'm really proud of everyone that kind of jumped in and yeah. stood up to the administration. Now, if I would have had a group behind me, I might not have dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you would have had a group. If I would have had a group, we standing strong, we got a force. Yeah. It was we- tough, though. Like, throughout the next few days, I mean, the last, the very last day, I was in isolation with three other kids. Really? And it was just tactics from our administrators. I had a nice meeting with one of my APs, and he tried to intimidate me and tell me that I wasn't going to graduate. And wow. uh, he pulled me into his office and he goes, Leslie, how, uh, how long are you planning on keeping this up? And I told him, are you planning on changing your policy? <laughs> and he goes, well, no, but if that's what you're waiting for, you're going to be waiting for a while. Yeah. And uh, I told him, well, I'll be in isolation the very next day. <gasps> so. Ooh, I see a goodie bag. I see a goodie oh, bag yeah. What's coming going in. On? I see a goodie bag coming into the door. We got some boss dogs. Um, Leslie, you know, um, the reason why I said it, well, the age, have you talked to a lot of those kids about, you know, not forgetting what happened? And I see a lot of these kids who won't vote for Pritzker across the entire state of Illinois. Because I, it was his decision. That led to what happened to yeah. you guys. Um, I definitely think that there is a group of kids that genuinely sees what's going on. And I mean, it's good because they're informed and they're staying informed and they have all the right resources too. Um, and they see through all of the lies. But then there's those kids that are literally just going to go with the flow and yeah. follow whatever is going on. Yeah. Um, and I, def- I mean, we saw it in school. There was kids that were intimidated by administrators and they were telling them that they 
wouldn't pass classes or something. Yeah. So they went right back to complying. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that there's a group of kids that. Are there still just, a lot of students that wear masks now? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's this is the thing. It's it blows my mind because they'll wear it under their nose or they'll wear it on their chin. So they're not wearing it. No, not at all. And it's literally like they'll just do it at this point to. I mean, I don't know. I've always said it's political theater. Yeah. I'm sorry. The aroma of those boss dogs are, is, is, is distracting me right now. Stephanie Trussell, candidate for governor, uh, lieutenant governor. Oh, did I call that? Candidate for lieutenant governor just walked in with some boss dogs from the restaurant, on uh, the hot dog st- uh, restaurant that her and her husband own. Uh, you, did you hear us give them a shout out today? Yes, I did. Thank you very much. And, and this is the furthest we've ever traveled with the hot dog. So you will be the, the test case to see how well they travel from Lyle to El, El Grove Village. I drove up here with my heat on high to keep them hot. So I was oh. sweating in the car oh, to make sure. What a blessing. You. Yeah, see? it's so awesome. And it's so good see? to see you, Leslie. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. We, we had a good time down in yes, we Florida. Did. It was 85 CPAC. degrees. Yeah. We was out. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. A lot warmer than it is now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, w- I want to play. I want to play something I found on TikTok. I like to go. I, I love TikTok because you can find a lot of shortened videos and audio to play. Stephanie, you you didn't have this when you were on radio, where you can go and already have the 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 audio basically handled for you. Just go to TikTok and get the audio, and you're done. Right? Oh, okay. This things have changed. Yeah. So I, I want to play this, and, and I want to I want to get everybody in here's uh, opinion about this. Because I can remember when, 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 when the media, they were just harping about Trump. He's not fit. He's not fit. Uh, I, I, I want it's, it's, it's a culmination of, of different reporters and media outlets um, talking about Trump. Here we go. Is Trump mentally unfit to be president? President Trump's fitness for office is now the top story in the country. Everyone around the president questions his intelligence and fitness for office. 100% of the people around. Everybody wants to know, is this president of sound mind? Unfit and is a sign of serious mental disturbance. Isn't it remarkable that we're talking about the president's mental state? I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you what I see and hear. I'm not a doctor, but I can see that he is not the sharp mind that he was. I'm not a doctor. But his behavior is erratic. Can you assess the president's mental fitness for office? An incident recently where the president appeared to slur his words. And I think it's a right for people that bad in health care. An effective strategy to mobilize true international under pressure. We hold these truths to be self-evident. <laughs> All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. We choose truth over facts. You uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is in fact uh, um, uh, is is going to be? Uh, or excuse me, we we, we know why. Now hit nine million cases nationwide. We launched our campaign. Over on the Oval back in 29, May 9, 2019. Pre-K for three and four-year-olds. Millions of pre-K. And people clapped. What? So my question becomes this. All that time they were harping on Trump's mental acuity, if he was acumen, if he was, you know, something was wrong with him mentally. Have any of you heard? Anything about this current occupant in the White House? I was just about to ask you that. The Democrats have no shame to elect somebody like this. I don't even know who's worse between him and the vice president. 
Yeah. That's such a good point. A clip of her recently just going on and on. Don't you love how she tried to explain the the whole Russian Lithuanian oh thing? My God. It's a big country and a little country and it's just like I picture her with hand puppets trying to explain it. Maybe somebody explained it to her that way. I don't know. But yeah, this is a really scary administration we've got going on. And on Rumble someone sent me the video of Nancy Pelosi who sounded like she wasn't oh, yeah. 100% either. The the top yeah. three people that are in line to run our country, it's kind of scary. Yeah, And I've said this last week. Uh, you really chose this woman over Sarah Palin? You remember how they used to talk about oh, Sarah yeah. Palin? They shredded yeah. her, exactly. They, I mean, yeah, they did. But, you know, I like to, to, to go after the hypocrisy that I see. And this is just straight up, outright hypocrisy. And, I mean... I, I feel like a part of me feels like this is elder abuse. What they're oh, doing with this guy. That's, that's kind of wrong. No, I do. I really do. Because I, I don't think this guy knows he's here in some days, you know, and, and, and I'm not being, you know, funny about it, but I'm, it's like, why, why isn't somebody stepping in and say, Hey, I mean, has he, don't they have to go through like health checks and stuff like that when they're running for president? I agree with you. When he was running, I kind of thought his wife should have stepped in and, and said, hey, he's not ready. Well, he could have gone out and with the you know legacy of 40-something years in D.C., he was vice president. Why put that man in a position where we have to kind of watch him decline right in front of our eyes? It is kind of abusive, in my opinion. Yeah. I kind of blame his wife. She should be protecting yeah. him from this situation. Well, they did, they did that because they needed their agenda to, to go forward. But now, Nancy Pelosi did try to institute uh, something through Congress. Oh, yeah. Whereas though it, well, for we Trump. could decline. For no, 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 no. Honestly, I do not believe it was for Trump. I believe oh, you it, think was it was for, for, Biden? Jo- for Joe Biden because so they can install who Kamala. they want. Yeah, yeah. Kamala. Hey, yeah. Bob, hold the line. You listening to Black and Right? We'll be right back. My Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Hey. That's right. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my good friend, the troublemaker himself, Berlin Galloway, and newly minted Leslie the Inspiration Mendoza. Love it. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I had the Polish. <laughs> oh, you did? I didn't know okay. you guys so I didn't Polish. know what he, my husband put together for hot dogs and, and oh, sent them up here. I didn't know. God. I didn't even peek in the bag, so I don't know what you guys got. Out. And the bread. Well, you know, that's the one thing, you know, uh, our, our governor decided what was essential and what wasn't and shut down many businesses. And the subway that had been in my town forever since we moved there in 1994 didn't survive the cutdowns, the shutdowns. And so my husband came up with the idea of renting the spot. And because they left the ovens, we get to bake our own buns, which is, nice. you know, something that most small hot dog places can't say they do. So that's a real pleasure. And, you know, any Chicago style hot dog place worth its salt has to have fresh cut fries. Yeah. So we do have fresh, yeah. fresh cut fries. And, and I'm Stephanie Trussell, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just started talking. I feel so at I, home I, here. I, I can't help it because, yeah. you know, I got distracted by, by the food. Well, I'm glad you guys got it. And hopefully it wasn't cold. But oh, no. No. no okay. Well, I'm very good. You know, coming here, I feel at home after my time on WLS. I had mm-hmm. the pleasure of coming over here for four months. And the first day I was in here really early trying to prepare 
care. But everybody kept popping their head in, saying hi to me and talking to me. You guys, from the very beginning, I always felt welcome here at 560. So it's, I'm so happy to be back here on Saturday. <laughs> I listen to you guys every week. I'm so glad you're here, Ver- Verlon, and, and also good to see you, Leslie. But you guys are very entertaining on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> you see how much stuff he causes, oh my right? God. How much trouble and, he causes. And Phil, what are you guys? He's one of my favorite kind of people to talk to, yeah. Phil. We're yeah. gonna, you yeah. guys are going to change his heart. Just keep going yeah. at him. And like you said, Eric Grant on that radio station, he calls me. I probably have texts on my phone, him calling me intellectually lazy, just very mean, you know, know so much for being nice to women. But, you know, (laughs) but I'm glad that you guys are certainly every week offering people not only entertainment, but also facts about what needs to be done in this great state of Illinois. So you guys keep it coming. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank Thank you. you. And that's Stephanie Trussell, candidate for lieutenant governor with the Dan Bailey for governor campaign. I saw you. Did you finish that bus tour? <laughs> I have one more stop tonight in Chicago. There's a Blexit event. Oh. But I, I made the mistake of opening my big mouth. I, Darren did a 20-stop tour a, a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want to work harder than Darren and Cindy. So they gave me 22 stops. <laughs> oh. and so yesterday I finished 21 stops. Got to, I got to come home last night, spend the night in my own bed, did laundry this morning. And then I'm doing one more stop on the south side today with Candace Owens' group, Blexit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're out there just traveling, hustling this wonderful state. Darren is the front runner. You know, and I hope a lot of people know who Darren Bailey is. He is the one guy that stood up for us back in July of 2020. He sued the governor and yeah. said, you can't do that. Team with Tom DeVore. And now our children don't have to wear masks to school. And so I'm excited that there's so many people running for governor and so many Republicans yeah. running the first time. So it's great that we've got a lot of people to pick from. And, um, and you know, I, I joke that most of the lieutenant governor, as a matter of fact, all of them, I knew them personally. Yep. And I had their phone numbers in my phone, except Paul Shimp's um, candidate, uh, her, his lieutenant governor, we've become friends because we yeah. go to the same events. And we're all united on let's fire J.B. Pritzker. Right. So I'm having it. Was, it's great, you know, to just to look to see them and, and hang out. But and it's just we're all getting the message out. And at the end of the day, we want to unite on yep. June 28th because we got to fire fire Pritzker. And so we're having a good time. Yeah. And, and, and we, we were talking about earlier. When you look at the minorities that are running, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. It's bananas. But you know what? We listen to a lot of left radio. Verlon and I have a disease. We always listen to what they're talking about. And they're always talking about Yas, Queen, and King. But they've never mentioned the fact how many black people are involved in this race right now. And, of course, we're not identitarians. We want people to vote for us because of what we believe in and our policies and our record. But they're always talking about identity. They're, exactly. You have to vote for the person that looks like you. So did you guys, you guys know that there's a black woman running for uh, governor against J.B. Pritzker? Yeah. yeah. The, le- the left never talks yes. about her. Every once in a while, a weekend well, we'll show might find out. She's awesome. Petition you know. signatures because, you know. Oh, I forgot. I haven't checked in with her to see how she yeah. did. But there's so many people, diverse people, running for office for the first time. And I'm just excited to be on the ticket, uh, spreading the good news about the Republican platform, because, you know, they haven't been very good at at communicating our platform because they don't run candidates in Chicago and Chicagoland, unfortunately. Well, I'm going to say this. I don't know who our lieutenant governor is right now. I know it's a woman, but I can't wait. I said this on the radio and I said it to you. I can't wait to see you in a debate with her Uh Uh, because you're going to destroy her. You know, you're a professional talker, so you're going to destroy her. Oh, my gosh. I never even thought about that, about us debating. And you know what? After seven years on the radio in this packaging, I'm certainly able to take take attacks. And my whole policy is I'm not going to tell you what I heard. I'm going to tell you what I know. And so I think seven years and just me debating all these years, I'm ready for almost anything. And I'm ready for those attacks. I, I guess I want to address that people are getting text messages about me in their phones. Yeah. So we, maybe we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. That voice you heard is Stephanie Trussell, candidate for lieutenant governor. 
along with the Darren Bailey for Governor campaign. I also want to know, you know, what what will your role be? You know, what what some of the things I know you want to you really want to go in and tackle Chicago. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, you listen to the Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. Answer. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. Miss the the inspiration Leslie Mendoza and candidate for Lieutenant Governor Stephanie Trussell. Uh, Stephanie, you know one of the things that I have seen you guys and and I don't think it gets it gets talked about enough is just about how much you the Darren Bailey campaign and you guys are attacking Chicago and I don't mean from a a, a, a physical attack mm-hmm. but going into Chicago and talking to the people of Chicago. How important is it that Chicagoans know that you guys are are really coming after their vote? You know, I spent a lot of time south of 80, and those people are kind of upset with us up north because they've been voting right for decades, and we keep getting it wrong in their opinion. You know, you have to win those collar counties. You can win 98 of the 102 counties and still go home a loser. So Darren has spent the night on the roof with Pastor Corey. He was at an event earlier with Nini's Deli, which Dan Croft has that guy on all the time. I really wanted to go there and um, be part of that, but I had to go home and do some laundry after five days on the road with the campaign. I cannot wait to go to Chicago. I mean, I left Chicago in 1994 to become a suburban housewife, but I grew up on the west side of Chicago, the best side of Chicago, <laughs> where I've said that for Verlon's um, benefit, where I form my family values. I'm so passionate about Chicago, giving them school choice and all the things that we know that would benefit the, um, the, the certain communities. And we're not afraid to go there. And certainly being on the radio for seven years, always immersed in the culture of what Chicago needs. So that just like Verlon, I get up every day, I listen to Black Talk radio because I want to know what they're doing. And I, I want to hear the people that are calling in want more police. They want more yeah. protection. And so Darren and I, we we cannot wait to go in to the collar counties. I was in Burbank uh, yesterday afternoon and gave a shout out to to Catholic. I went to Catholic high school on 56, 56th and Pulaski. So I got to talk to a bunch of other um, women that were tortured lovingly by nuns. <laughs> I can relate to a lot of different situations and we are passionate because, you know, the Republican Party has kind of given up on Chicago. They don't yeah, even really yeah, run candidates. They just feel like, what's the point? But, you know, Democrats will keep working and chipping away in our districts. I used to live in a conservative county, DuPage County, but they kept chipping, kept chipping, and suddenly most of our board is is left of center. And we're going to go in there and fight because you know what? They're tired of the high taxes as yeah. well. They're tired of the everything, all the quality of life being affected with, with the combo team of of um, Lori Lightfoot and J.B. Pritzker. We're going to go in and offer them something different. I think coming from someone who's lived in the suburbs, I've grown up there my entire life. Um, I love to see it. Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly what people need. And I was at the uh, Southside Irish Parade okay. last week, and um, I saw this thing that people were saying, when you lose the Southside of Chicago, you lose everything. That's the heart of Chicago. And yeah. just seeing people back Darren Bailey and get behind you guys was absolutely amazing because people are tired of what Lori Lightfoot and J.B. Pritzker are doing, and yeah. they see that there's a real problem here. Um, and... I mean, I, I've said it before, I genuinely think it starts at the local level, mm-hmm. um, but seeing you guys get out there and just 
there's so many congressional candidates that are running that have been inspired by you guys and what you guys have been time. doing. Right. Um, and precinct chairs and mayors and stuff. So I just You're think fired. it's amazing. I'm inspired by you. You know, the left indoctrinates young people at a young age. And to see fired up conservative young people, because it's not easy to be a conservative out of the closet Ooh. in high school. Because you, I, I, know, I, I know your story and what you've gone through. And I applaud people like you that are standing up and they're fighting. And so Darren Bailey has started a movement. People want to be part of his team. I'm so happy to be included in his family, and I cannot wait to keep doing what we're doing. There, people keep saying, he talks funny. How is he going to win Chicago? How is he going to win the Collar County? Well, I found out we're the ones that talk funny because everybody south of 80 talks Talk like the same him. Way. And that great southern <laughs> accent that will offer you a piece of pie whether you want one or not. And people need somebody saying, hi, friend. Because they, the, the, as the caller said into um, Wednesday on Dan Prof's show, it's that Chicago accent that we should stop t- trusting. So <laughs> wow. I, I'm so excited that Darren Bailey for Illinois.com, we are the front runners because Darren Bailey is working this entire state. They crisscross. He's a state senator. As soon as he's off, he's going out, meet and greet, shaking hands, and nobody's going to outwork him. And I certainly won't put my foot in my mouth again and say, give me more stops than him. <laughs> but I had such an amazing, amazing time from Monday through Friday, just welcome into these communities. They are thirsty. They are hungry. They need an alternative. From the feedback that you're getting, do you think our message is getting across? How how do you think the um, the people are feeling now after the lockdowns and after the CRT and the woke movement? Do you think we're getting a strong enough response from the people that, that is, it'll, it'll project you into the statehouse? That's a great question. What they did, they poked a bear. And if you poke a mama bear, you know what's going to happen. And I'm a grandmama bear. People realize what their kids are being taught with the sex ed bill you were talking about earlier with the CRT. It's resonating with people that how close we came to losing liberties that we should have never surrendered in in the first place. How they cut your microphone off after three minutes at a school board meeting. And that's where most of your property taxes go. Remember, the left is trying to take the P out of PTA. And we're not going to let that happen. We people are just ready to do something and be heard. And and they they pushed it too far. And now that the it's not popular now to mask us until J.B. Pritzker is so kind yeah. to unmask us. But, you know, come in September, they're going to come up with a super duper variant That's to try to scare us and then make us vote, you know, vote by mail. We're not going back in Illinois. But I'm going to tell you guys in Chicagoland. Downstate, those people weren't wearing masks. The, no. the weather's no. nicer. It was like being in Florida. It was 70 degrees and this weekend. But when, from December, every time I go down there, I could see the waitresses' faces. Yeah. They were living in freedom the whole time. We were the so ones up I, here complying. No, I was, I've was. i been living in freedom the whole time. Oh, see, I know you. Yeah, I've, exactly. <laughs> me too. Yeah, the further out you get, yeah. the better it is. But yeah. I went to Chicago once to a Republican event. And they didn't check to make sure the owner was like-minded. They asked me for my papers. I almost to get in. And I was like, I said, Lincoln freed the slaves. I don't have any oh. papers. Oh. I'm a DuPage grandma. We don't ask for papers to go sit down oh. and eat in a restaurant. But luckily, that's no longer the case. And we, we are living in a situation where our freedom matters, you know, right yeah. now more than ever. That voice is candidate for Lieutenant Governor Stephanie Trussell, who's running with the Darren, Ca- Darren Bailey for Governor campaign. Wow, I, you know I want to hear more about the bus tour when we come back. Oh, that would be my you know, pleasure. Because um, you guys had twenty two stops. We did twenty one. I got one more tonight at Black City Bend in Chicago. And then I'll be done. You listen to right. Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome, welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. With some really, really great people. The inspiration, Leslie Mendoza. The troublemaker, Mr. African-American himself, <laughs> Verlon Calloway. And candidate for the, uh, I keep wanting to say governor. 
<laughs> oh, you guys don't want me to be a governor. Yeah, I would make it illegal to throw garbage from the car because I live on a busy street. So as I pick up garbage out of my uh, car, I'm like, well, that is I were, legal. That's I were, illegal. I know. But if I were queen, I'd make sure you know. But I'm so excited to be the <laughs> lieutenant governor candidate with Darren Bailey, yeah. the front runner. I want everybody to know he's worked really hard. And so he is the front. It's runner. his race to lose. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, by all I means. T- I told, every time I hard. see him, uh-huh. I tell him, it's your race to lose. Mm-hmm. But before, Leslie, you got an event coming up, right? I do. Out in Orland Park, um, we are having two of our amazing Turning Point USA contributors, Joe Bob and Paige Rue, come out. Um, Paige is an amazing girl. I met her down at AmFest, um, and she just goes hard about the Second Amendment and um, genuinely someone who I'm inspired by daily. Um, mm-hmm. And former teacher Jonathan Capel is coming mm-hmm. up. He stood up to his school board about a year ago about the things that his kids were learning. And was that in Loudoun County? Was he was he, he one not, of those? No, okay. he's in uh, Louisiana. Oh. Um, but I also met him down at AmFest, and I kind of told him his, my story and my battle with my administration and school board, and uh, we became really close, and I look up to him so much. Yeah. But he's coming up. He's speaking at my school board meeting on Monday, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and then he's going to uh, do the event on Tuesday. So we'll be at Giorgio's Banquets in Orland Park. Um, so we'll have them come out and speak, and we'll have the pleasure of having Mr. Thomas DeVore join Uh-oh. us. Tommy G. <laughs> I absolutely love and thank so much for everything that he's done. But yeah. now is there a place for people can, is there a place for people to go and purchase tickets or get yeah. a ticket to go? So you guys can get registered in our Instagram, uh tpusa.lths and click the link in our bio to get tickets. Okay. You are well, awesome. I have to ask her, what college are you going to? I'm actually taking a gap year. Okay. And I'm uh furthering my involvement with Turning Point USA. So I'll be down. You you seem like a perfect candidate for Hillsdale, just FYI. It's about three hours away. It's a beautiful campus. I got to speak there last spring. A lot of fired up young people like you, but, uh, you know, you are amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. And, and, you know, let's let's stay there. Mm -hmm. How how is the, the, the outreach from that, this young crowd to the Darren Bailey campaign? So many people. My first tour with him back in December, we announced in my little town, we get on a bus and, at, and every stop, young people lined up just to meet Darren Bailey, just to take a picture. There was one little girl for Christmas. All she wanted was Darren Bailey swag for Christmas. The young people that come out that are just so fired up. I'm going to tell you a secret. Our entire team is is held up by 17-year-olds, 20-year-olds, yeah. yeah. just amazing people. This bus tour we just took, I was the oldest person on the bus. <laughs> it was 33, 20, and two 17-year-olds that worked so hard. I, I couldn't believe it. And we did 21 stops with that crew. And every time we got off the bus, they're engaging. They're on top of it. And, and we're just very, because that's what it's all about, those young people. We got to get them. In a minute left. Okay. Why should the voters of Illinois choose Bailey Trussell? Because Darren Bailey has a proven record as state senator, first a state rep, then state senator, and what he's done to stand up for the great people. Everyone who's been listening to talk radio for the last 10 years or so have heard me and you're following me. You know my policies. You know I'm consistent. We won't say one thing and do another. As I said, I'm going to tell you what I know. And that's how Darren Bailey, we are in lockstep with saving the great state of Illinois. We're going to make Illinois home again. Yeah. And for all you people that are out there saying that Stephanie Trump is not a Trump supporter. Oh, that's crazy. I know she is. <laughs> We've talked about Trump many, many times 
Um, I, I wasn't repented. with Trump. I, I, repent, I was right. with Marco Rubio. Right, right. We were, and you know, half the people that are attacking me on that campaign, a lot of those people in that camp, they were never Trumpers right. long after yeah. I was. That's so yeah. interesting. But yeah. I voted for him in 2016. That's right. And, and never look back and appreciate everything President Trump has done That's for this right. country. So don't try to play that. Thank you so much, John. You're welcome. Yeah. Stephanie, thanks so much for coming My in pleasure. today. <laughs> thanks so much for the dog. Boss Dogs, what's the address? We're at Maple, in, Route 53 in Maple, right across from the Aldi in Lyle. Yeah. Troublemakers, thanks so much for coming. No problem, so good seeing you again in person. Leslie, you had a good time? I had a blast. Thank you. Thank you, John. Pistol Pete, you're the best, man. Thank you. Hey, guys, see you next week. Okay. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.